Hi, hello, my name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Each week, we will talk about how to grow your family photography business without burnout. I will share tactical tips, tricks, and things you must be doing in order to have success without sacrificing the parts of your life that are most important. Today is going to be a short and sweet but very important episode dedicated to branding and the very important role it plays in your photography business. I am changing up the format a little bit on my podcast. I am recording video so I can put it on YouTube. Um, so if you're watching this on YouTube, you see my hot mess express. My bed is unmade. Literally, I'm just a girl with a microphone sitting at my desk recording podcasts for other photographers. So let's get into branding, right? Also, <clears throat> before we start that, um, if you listened to last week's episode, I was a little bit sick when I recorded my intro. I'm a little bit better, but I am not 100%. I could not wait any longer, even though my husband said, please don't do it. So hopefully you don't think I sound quite as yucky as he does. Anyways, what comes to mind when I say the word brand? Is it a logo? Is it the colors on your website? The way your photos look? fluffy and pretentious maybe. (laughs) I really have heard that. Let's compare building your business to building a house. I love a good analogy. You show up to an empty plot of land with drawer knobs, light fixtures, tiles, and buckets of paint. How effective is that going to be to building your house or building your house? Not very effective, albeit that is the fun part of building a house. Those are the finishing touches to your house, right? That would be the logo and the editing, the pretty visual parts of your business. This is usually where we start when we decide to pick up a camera and start a business. And yes, it may work for a while, but at some point you're going to hit a wall and you're going to be wondering why your business isn't growing. This is where I started when I built a business and this is where most people start. So I'm not saying it doesn't work because obviously here I am. Um, I've built a business, let's say backwards, um, and I made it work, but it also took me 13 years to get here. So keep that in mind. So then you get smart and you say, I need some drywall that will help me create this house. Well, yes, now you have something to put your paint on, but what is holding your drywall together? Oftentimes after we start taking those pretty photos, we think, okay, I need to up my Instagram game. Maybe I'll throw an email list together. Now I'm marketing my business. There is no substance to your marketing, though. You're just throwing spaghetti on a wall and hoping it sticks. At this point, you're just showing people that you have pretty photos and you're letting them know that you're building a house. Or in this case, you're building a business. What do you need next? Oh, oh, it's framing. Yes, this is what I'm missing. So you frame out some walls. Now you can attach the drywall. You can even put some sort of roof on your house so you don't get wet. You're getting closer, but this still isn't quite right. You have beautiful images. You have social media. You even have an email list for crying out loud. Ooh, maybe you need a website. So you get on Pixie Set and you build a simple but effective website. You clap your hands together and get ready for those bookings to start rolling in. Except they don't quite start rolling in as fast as you wanted them to. What are you missing? Can you think of what your house is missing? (laughs) The foundation. You cannot build a suitable house without a foundation. The foundation of your business is your brand. 
And yes, you can build a business without creating a foundation first, but it's going to look a lot like building your house backwards. It's going to take you 13 years to get there, <laughs> unless you're lucky and you get smarter faster than I did. Defining my brand was the one of the very best things I did for my photography business. Once I started focusing on truly defining my brand, my business exploded. Seriously, I'm not I'm not I'm not yanking your leg. It really did start exploding after that. In fact, the year I buckled down and focused on what I wanted my brand to be, my income doubled. So I went from less than 20,000 to about 40,000. And then I doubled again the next year. And then this past year, 2022, I broke six figures. And as a family photographer, I feel like that's quite an accomplishment. And I want to acknowledge one thing. Someone actually messaged me, and I'm so glad that you felt comfortable enough to message me and ask me this question because I think it's an important question to answer. I am a coach and I am a photographer. So I am two things in one. And so when I say I broke six figures, I mean, I broke six figures as a photographer, not as a coach. I'm going to let you in a little secret. I don't make much money coaching. I almost make almost zero dollars. It's almost not even worth it for me to be coaching, but I do it because I really, really enjoy it. And I don't want you guys to suffer the way that I suffered. So when I say I broke six figures as a photographer, I really do mean I broke six figures as a photographer. Now that all wasn't take home. Of course, I have a lot of expenses and that's totally fine with me because even if I make 20,000, I still have expenses and I still made more than that. So Wow, I went off on a tangent there. Anyways, I just wanted you to know that whenever I say that, I'm being really clear and I'm being very, very truthful in saying that I did break six figures because I know there are some people who are like, make 10K in a month. Um, You know, I made 10K in a month as a photographer. But did you? Did you make it as a photographer? And is that like a, you know, there's just a lot of like icky people out there. So I try to be really open and honest. Let's get back on track, shall we? Are you thinking how the heck did a logo do all of that? Well, it didn't, and that's because your brand is way more than a logo, and it's definitely not fluffy and pretentious. I say that because one of my client, my coaching clients said, she's like, I don't know, it just sounds fluffy and pretentious, and I thought that was hilarious because I know she's not the only one that feels that way. By the way, we have defined her brand now, and she said when we got to that point, it brought her tears. So it's not fluffy and pretentious. It's so deep and meaningful, y'all. A brand is a feeling about a product, service, or business, and in our case, the photographer themselves. Your brand is a total representation of a range of characteristics, including your photos, yes, your reputation, your price, your client experience, what sets you apart from other photographers, your client's feelings, and yes, your logo as well. Think about how many feelings we have in our life. A quiet love, a whispered sentiment with a lot of gravity, simple moments of motherhood with your little one resting on your shoulder, joyful memories, and yes, if we're being honest, anger, impatience, and all those other sad feelings as well. But when we do photography, we don't really want to focus on those sad moments, or at least I don't. I want it to be happy, wistful moments. So there's a lot of different feelings that we can bring out as photographers, and usually we're not all bringing out all of them all at once, right? I like to focus on the joyful, playful moments of life while someone else might be more tender and soft. And I know I've said this a lot on the podcast, but there's just so many different feelings and there's so many different um, emotions that we can evoke as photographers, right? 
And I, you know, I just don't really do a whole lot of that simple tender moments. Personally, sometimes they come out and that's really sweet, but people don't come to me for that and they don't expect it. It's likely that your potential clients already have an idea of what feelings their photos are going to capture and it boils down to what they value about photography. Is it their deep love that they have for their children? Is it their connection, their energy as a family? Is it ordinary moments with big impact? Who knows? It could be anything and you could um, bring one of those things out that they're attracted to. I'll get into that more in a minute. They may not know they're looking for a specific photographer based on their emotion, but when they see you and that feeling you give them lines up with what they hope their photos represent, that's when they're going to connect and want to book you. In short, how you make your clients feel. When they have a strong emotional connection to you, they become more trusting and loyal to you, which in turn brings them back to you again and again and leads them to refer their friends to you. An emotional connection to you is what sets you apart from other photographers. By having a unique brand, you make yourself memorable and offer value to people you serve. People have a lot of choices. Most offerings are super similar. So people base what they buy on trust, not necessarily what they're getting. A brand can allow you to differentiate yourself, which gets you noticed. When you look and sound like every other photographer out there, you're a commodity. If a client sees nothing different about you, they can just as easily get it from someone else, maybe someone cheaper. But if they see you and they they really want to work with you, that's when you can start charging more because you're not a commodity anymore. You're, you're something that people covet and they want. Your brand is built based on what people say about you, not necessarily what you say about yourself. So if you want to be perceived as a photographer as calm and creates very emotional moments, but your clients are saying you're goofy and funny and bring out the crazy in their kids, your brand is goofy and funny no matter what you try to say otherwise. In this case, you have a misalignment on what you say your brand is and what your clients are saying it is. Now, it's a lot easier to lean into who you are as a person when you're creating your brand rather than trying to go against your own grain. I think people can suss out that inauthenticity in a heartbeat, but it's important to make sure you're being who you are naturally to some extent and not trying to create a whole new persona. You can, but that just seems kind of hard. And here's another thing. Even if you haven't identified what your brand is, you still have a brand. Because your clients are making these connections and opinions about you, whether you like it or not. So wouldn't you rather have some control over that? Personally, I would. How do you go about defining your brand? Well, first, you need to figure out what your values are. What is important to you? Your values are like emotional currency. If you're constantly working against what you value, your cup will be empty and you aren't going to be enjoying what you're doing. Goals is the next thing you need to do, uh, figure out for defining your brand. What do you want out of your business? What's the purpose? Why are you doing it? Then you need to figure out your why. Why did you start photography, your photography business in the first place? Most of the time, we think that we don't have a why, but every single person I talk to has a really deep-rooted why. And almost every single time when I start talking to someone, it's, well, I'm good at it and I wanted to make money. That's where your why starts. But in coaching, I can get you down to a deeper why that you didn't even really know existed. And that is the whole base of why you're doing your business. And it it really sets off this whole uh, domino effect for your entire business and what you're doing. It's really incredible um, getting to see 
how your why affects your brand. Anyways, moving on. Niche is the next thing you need. And then you need a niche a little deeper. <laughs> I know sometimes people are like, no, I don't want a niche. And you're thinking like, well, I really like every type of photography. Well, do you like every type of photography? Um, over time, you're going to start figuring out that there's things that you you just don't like doing. And I'm still niching deeper and deeper and deeper. As of a year ago, I was doing childhood photos and cake smashes and I completely dropped them now. So you're going to be evolving as a photographer. As soon as you start realizing something's not lighting you up and you're kind of dreading doing it, it's time to drop that session. But also sometimes I like to make money, so I'm still going to do it anyway. There are a whole lot of newborn photographers, right? There's less that go to a client's home. Some people have their own studios and some go to a client's home. So if you want to divide that up, there's the lifestyle photographers that go to someone's home. So there's less of those than there are all the photographers, right? And then there's less that are specifically those lifestyle photographers, which I, I accidentally spilled the beans on that one a little too early. Then there's even less that work with artificial lights in your home. There's even less newborn photographers that create a documentary-esque lifestyle photos. By niching and niching again and again and again, I have just cleared thousands of photography competitors. I'm not just a newborn photographer. I am a newborn photographer that works with artificial lights in your home in a documentary lifestyle-ish manner, right? So if someone's looking for a studio to go to, they're not going to come to me and that's totally fine. But when they're looking for photographers and they're like, well, I really have a really dark house and I really want them to be able to come to my house. I want someone who can work like that. I've just cleared so many people out of my competition, right? So when you niche and niche and niche and niche deeper, that's when you start getting set apart. What personally sets you apart? What are your strengths? This is the next thing that you need to do in order to find your brand. What are your strengths? What are you good at? What are you not so good at? Figure that out. Maybe you're super, super patient. Maybe you have a talent for working with kids with special needs. Maybe you are, well, I don't know. I just completely blanked. But anyways, ever, we all have strengths, right? Figure out what your strengths are and that's and cater to those strengths. The next thing you need to do is market research. What are your clients saying about you? And then lastly, does what they say about you line up with what you want your brand to be. And if not, you have some work to do in order to get it there. So let me recap that real fast because I talked a lot. In order to define your brand, you need values, you need goals, you need to figure out your why, you need to niche and niche deeper. You need to figure out what your strengths are, you need to do market research, and you decide if this is all lining up with what you want your brand to be. How does defining your brand help your business? It sets you apart from your competitors. And I say competitors with quotes because it's not a competition at all <laughs> you're watching on youtube you know i did not say competitors with quotes until the second one because i i forgot um just a little behind the scenes info there so there is no gold medal at the end of the year for photography there's no one right way to be a photographer but for all intents and purposes we will call and other photographers your competitors with quotes i did it that time as you start to niche down more and more and get clear on what your brand is, you're going to see the market in a whole new light. It won't feel so saturated anymore. In fact, you may feel like one of the few people in your area who do this whole photography thing in a certain way, which is really cool when you start to feel like kind of unique in that way. That is going to set you apart from everyone else. You'll start attracting clients who are just dying to work with you. 
The second thing a solid brand helps your business do is have clear messaging. Have you ever tried to write a blog or a caption on social media and you just suddenly have that blinking cursor syndrome? You have no idea what to write, but it becomes so much easier to write directly to your ideal client when you know what they need to hear because you have a brand and you've started to attract the right clients to you and they want to know what you have to say because they like you and they find what you tell them beneficial. So let's jump back to our building a house analogy. Do you want to know what really makes building a house so much easier? A blueprint. Specific directions that show you exactly how to build a rock solid house. Is the chaos of your life keeping you stuck from growing your photography business? I see you eyeing that successful business that you want so bad, but you have no idea where to find time, right? I've been in your exact position and I have good news for you. I've come out on the other side and I want to help you get there too with a blueprint, but not, we're not calling it a blueprint, Um, but it is a blueprint. (laughs) In just eight weeks, you can take control of your life, your time, and your calendar and build a brand that attracts your ideal client. How are we going to do it? Step one, we're going to do a time audit and create a very simple routine for you to follow. Don't eye roll at me. I swear it works. Step two, we will get to the heart of why you started your your photography business in order to create a brand that reflects your values. Step three, I will show you exactly how to automate your business and create a workflow so you could spend less than 15 hours a week working. And that's being very generous. I don't think it'll take you 15 hours a week to work. Step four, use your brand to create a marketing plan that clearly speaks to your ideal client. Let's get you off that hot mess express and get back in control of your life so you can build a dream photography business. That's all I got for today. I hope you like it. And I really hope you enjoy my new format. I'm going to get better at it. Being on video is a little bit weird. Um, If you could do me a favor, hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It really helps other people figure out if they want to listen to my podcast or not. Maybe they don't want to because I'm a a little wackadoo right now. (laughs) You guys have a good day.